Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Let's talk about Toss It. It is a story of a obsessive, sometimes skeptical um, woman by the name of Emily and her obsessive compulsive uh, friend Finn uh, and their flirtatious relationship as they have had a ongoing relationship for many years and have not really ever until we'll see in the movie whether or not they eventually do get together but it is a very smart modern comedy drama there's a lot of different elements going on in the film in terms of the relationships between not just finn and emily but also the families and friends and such so and it's it's a really insightful and as i said funny film uh with a with a message and with a heart and uh that is uh the work of the director writer producer and star of toss it and that would be michelle remsen and she joins us today here on film school michelle welcome to film school thank you so much mike it's lovely to be here yeah thank you and i i don't know how well i was uh i captured the essence of your film and so feel free to sort of fill in the fill in the blanks if you will regarding <laughs> toss it um but i think that captures it i think it's really about these two savvy adults who discover what they don't know about themselves and others and they sort of subvert the whole traditional rom-com genre calling it an anti-romantic comedy Mm -hmm. and um to sort of dig a little deeper about uh like as you said family relationships love western civilization (laughs) yeah just a few you know small (laughs) small subjects like that uh yeah and and by the way i i comedy is i probably overemphasize the comedy part yeah there are funny things in it but on Mm -hmm. balance it's more it's more dramatic with with comedic elements would that be a fair statement yeah i think it walks that line of you know there's the term dramedy there's you know i think it's it is uh, you know funny but then you know, life happens, which often has, you know, some weight to it. And because yeah. you know, I've seen so many movies that usually sort of end where this one starts, and I wanted to see what happens after that. And, you know, life is about some things, you know, curveballs hit you, and it's all how you respond to it. I think that really determines if a relationship will survive, and that's what I sort of dug into. So, yes, definitely comedic and dramatic. So what was the impetus? What was uh, the sort of motivation to write this? Uh, it is, uh, in terms of, is it something in your own life? Is it just some uh, character developments? Sort of what are the elements that went in to uh, sort of the actual um, execution of the film? Well, it all started actually as a small one-act play, the opening scene at the wedding. Um, I have a, a theater company, and I was in L.A., and we used to do, in February, a show called My Bitter Valentine, where we would do <laughs> short, darkly comedic works about love gone wrong. And um, we never seemed to run out of material, and so I had written this first scene, and then I moved back to New York. We never did, uh, we never produced it, and then I sort of dug it out of my drawer when I was back in New York at um, Naked Angels, and did a cold reading of it with an old friend, and people loved it, and they were like, what happens next? And then someone offered me a slot at 92Y to read some of my new material, so I wrote the next scene and sort of inadvertently began a play. And then I kept having to 
answer the questions that I raised about, you know, why are these two people so skittish and why are those so wary? And, um, and so then as it turned into a play, it then became the smallest first film I could shoot because I have larger screenplays, but I thought to, you know, open the door hopefully for those. Let's start something small, something I could afford to shoot. And that's how it began. <laughs> yeah. I could imagine uh, that this is a, a film that you, if the word is workshopped, a lot because there's a lot of dialogue in it. It's a very, it, I can yeah. imagine that it took a while to refine this because, I mean, again, there, a lot of talking, a lot of back and forth, a lot of different characters involved in it. Uh, mm-hmm. Is that is that, a, is that something you really sort of, like I said, workshopped, if that's the right word or the right way you approach this? Yes, it was. I had done a um, a couple of staged readings at Ensemble Studio Theater, where I'm a member in New York, and uh, that's where I first you know, sort of got the audience response to it. Which, and then I honed it a little more, and I did another. Then when I started thinking about turning it into a film, of course, I had to lose some dialogue, and I had a script that was uh, slightly. Uh, for lack of a better word, more cinematic. There's more flashbacks and less uh, dialogue. But when I came to shoot it and got this great uh, cinematographer, George Barnes, to shoot it, he had this great crew he could get if I could shoot it in two weeks, not three. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Yeah, and so I had to shoot this in 12 days. Mm-hmm. And um, fortunately, the cast had the scripts for about a year because we had tried to shoot it uh, the year before and the funding didn't come through. And so... Um, they really, by the time I got to the camera, you know, they owned the parts. And uh, But in the interim, I trimmed, I had to rework the script back to, you know, some descriptions because, you know, sometimes you lose a whole day just to get a, a three-second flashback. So um, right. that's why some of the, more of the dialogue went back in than I had originally planned. But, you know, I, that's the nature of a SAG ULB 12-day <laughs> Indie film. <laughs> well, that's interesting because I'm trying to remember. I don't remember a, a, a lot of flashbacks. Were there? Yeah, any there weren't where, that the, many. One? There was the fantasy sequence. They were they had to be excised because there were descriptions, sort of when you know the father was talking to his son about their childhood, okay, and okay. the mother, and there's sort of more in the background and some of Emily and Finn's college days where they met and things like that. Just had to be. I got you. Um, cut. Yeah, yeah. Well, I could imagine. Well, and the film is yeah. Basically, there's you've got you're at the house a lot in the in the film, mm-hmm. and yeah. Oh, and you've got you've got locations, uh, but yeah, boy, that's an insanely tight schedule. That you know, <laughs> my God, it was very tight. It took a lot of uh, you know planning. I had done uh, a few years ago a short film called Juke, which was a 25 minute short that wound up having to shoot in two days as well. Just again due to the location availability, you know, crew, and et cetera. So I knew I was capable of doing it, and everyone else was just all in. And my um, crew, George Barnes and his guys, um, do a lot of commercial and, and um, yeah. uh, you know, shorter format stuff. So they're used to sort of working quickly. And we also had Lorna Chin, the editor, was also doubling as a DIT. So um, she also and, – and George has this amazing – customized van with an editing suite in it so we could pull footage and basically Lorna could like assemble it as we go to make sure we got all the angles covered before we wrapped a location which was also uh, terrific as far as you know staying on time you know on schedule and um, like I said I had done a lot of meticulous 
you know, shot lists and angles and pick product uh, locations that were basically dressed sets so we could sort of get in and shoot. We didn't have to, um, except in one or two instances, really sort of build a, a location. I want to come back to that because I think that's uh, what you're describing is, while I'm sure it was hectic and at times very anxiety-inducing, <laughs> uh, I'll, well, I'll ask it now because um, does that train you for the future or is it something you, you know, hope to avoid in the future? Is it, <laughs> well, it, a little more time would be nice. Yeah. But, what but I mean, it's yeah, also... You go ahead. Reasonably speaking, if you had yeah. a little more time, right? Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, well, there are two things that I learned. Um, one, a, it was great to have, like I said, the cast and crew were just all in, and so everyone is was spot on. But the other thing, by having, and I'd always done ever since I've made about three other shorts, and it was always, um, you know, I like just a few takes because I like it fresh. I think, you know, after, you know, some people get better, you know, after multiple takes. But um, what I found by having not a lot of uh, wiggle room, people sort of just got right to it, you know, and I think that gives sort of a sense of urgency and, and clarity to the, to the acting. Mm-hmm. Um, and so on one hand, it, it's sort of nice. Um, on the other hand, long game, it's nice to know that I can deliver, and I think it's also proof, you know, when I hopefully, uh, when others will give me funding <laughs> for larger projects, you know, it's sort of a, a proof of what I can do on um, a tight frame and a, a tight budget and still deliver a product I think that looks like more than um, than what the dollars were. <laughs> yeah. We're speaking with uh, M- Michelle Remsen, and she is the director, producer, writer, and as well star of a film called Toss It. And it is going to be playing. Tell us a little bit about its upcoming screenings. It's going to be at the Hollywood Real Independent Film Festival on February 25th at Sunday mm-hmm. at 10 p.m. And it's a great. It's a real independent film festival. There's lots of... Uh, new filmmakers and all sorts of uh, formats, and um, my feature will be premiering there, so I'm really looking forward to it. Congratulations. Congratulations on the film, but also as well as the, the screening. And uh, and also, is there a website? I, I, I know there's a website for you. It sort of points back to um, to Toss It, but uh, tell us. Yes. About. As far as getting uh, more information about the screening, the Hollywood Reel, that's two E's, <laughs> um, Independent Film Festival, um, has... Um, the full program guide online and um, ticket links. You know, you can type, you can search multiple ways to get to it. But uh, if you, you know, search under the program guide for Toss It, you'll find um, the screening time and then a link through that to buy tickets. Excellent. Well, let's talk uh, about the uh, the cast because I mm-hmm. really enjoyed, there's a lot of very good performances. Obviously, an important, getting Phil Burke uh, as Finn. Um mm-hmm. A terrific, a good foil. The two of you play off of one another very well. Um, yeah, it, it, have you worked with him before? No, it was the first time. Okay, because it actually felt like you guys might have had um, some previous, you know, you know, work together on something. But uh, it, 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 very effective. You guys, like I said, you play off of one another very well. Uh, Thank you. And uh, he is kind of the roguish sort of uh, guy that's been in your life for a long time and obviously in each other's lives and a lot of history and his ability to sort of uh, be relatable but at times kind of a jerk, let's be honest, <laughs> right? But I mean, but in a way, again, he, he maintains, you you see why you like him and you, you see why he likes you so much, so much want to be a part of each other's lives. Uh, and again, I want to go back to, the writing is very sharp. 
and again, a lot of dialogue. So I'm 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 all, I'm in envy of people who can write dialogue because <laughs> for for me, I I I could I think I can do everything else, but but getting the t- the right pitch, the right tone, and and making it sound like something that people would actually say is is not an easy thing to do. Tell, talk a little bit if you want to talk about Phil and and your, that relationship, but uh, as well as I, the 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 ability to kind of fashion dialogue in a way that is interesting and moves the story along as well. Sure. Um, well, Phil actually was a late add to the uh, production. The rest of the cast had been attached for about a year, and then uh, the actor that I um, had in place had a family emergency, so Phil was a hero and stepped in. Um, well, I asked the casting director to find you know, what I was looking for and um, saw his reel, and we, we Skyped, and he definitely had all the, you know, like as you said, you know, sort of roguish, funny, witty, smart, you know, you know, characteristics that I needed for Finn. And, um, you know, having having worked on Helen Wheels for about five years, you know, he certainly knew his way around a camera. So, you know, we just stepped in and um, got right to it. And he was great fun to spar with in front of the camera and to flirt with. And um, I'm really glad it came across. And so... Um, and he just fit in beautifully with everybody else, too. You know, all the various relationships with his parents and his, you know, brother and uh, sister-in-law, et cetera, and, um, and Marie as well. So, uh, and yet Uncle Claude Malachi McCourt was absolutely delightful as well to have on board. So that was, um, yeah, a lovely surprise. Um, as far as the, the dialogue, um, I, I guess I could say maybe I could attribute to having started in the theater, and so I was used yeah. to driving plays by language by and large and um and and yeah i guess i was always a fan of for this particular sort of genre you know the old screwball comedies yeah. and um the whole sort of witty banter which i always thought was so delightful they're sort of like champagne films like philadelphia story and things like that you know and bringing up baby and i just thought they're always um just seem like bucket of fun and so um i guess it was a combination of sort of trying to take a nod at that, but also write it in my own voice and, you know, with today's issues and really look at, you know, these sort of somewhat, sometimes you, you see them almost as cliched characters, you know, like the non-committal charming guy, the savvy, wary female, and I basically wanted to find out why they were like that, and so I kept having to uh, peel the layers back, and that's why the family, you know, is around them, and you start to understand what sort of made them who they are yeah. and brought them to this point. By the way, Bringing Up Baby, in my opinion, is one of the greatest films ever made. I adore that movie. I absolutely love it. I think it, yeah, it's just fantastic. Great cast, amazing cast with mm-hmm. Cary Grant and Catherine um, Hepburn. It's just phenomenally good and still holds up very well. It actually. really does. It's yeah. just like a great tennis match. You can just watch it over and over again. Yeah. Well, I, I, I like. I really want to talk about the the cast because, and I don't generally do this. And I mean, it's a very good cast all the way around. Uh, I was really particularly taken by Allison. Uh, is it Frasca? Am I saying that correctly? Frasca. Yes. Yeah, Frasca. Mm-hmm. I just thought she really owned that role. I thought she did a terrific job with it. Um, I, I, I'm yeah. a, I really, again, a very compelling character. Uh, a sneaky, p- pivotal character in some ways. Not, mm-hmm. You wouldn't think of as more of a the central part of the story, but in many ways, uh, I just felt like she uh, she did a great job, and she did a great job with the role. And I found her presence in the film to be very particularly strong. Yeah, she was delightful. Um, she was uh, an intern at the Atlantic Theater Company, where I was doing a play reading of some other project, and she 
I called, you know, to get someone to read stage directions. She's she like, I'll do it. And then I, <laughs> I used her again for another reading. And by the time I did a reading of this play, which I was thinking of doing as the, as the movie, I, I asked her to give it a shot. And she, from the get-go, just owned that part. And, um, and she's absolutely delightful and nothing like the character in her life. <laughs> okay. All right. But she, or, well, she was, she was terrific uh, in, in it. So, again, a good cast, a lot of fun. Um, and just the other thing about the story that's sort of it, it's I would it's great the way you're able to work in uh, into this the the importance of women in and it really comes out in in the film it sort of sneaks up on you a little bit in that in that regard but by the time you get to the end of the film you realize just how dynamic first of all the women in the film are in terms of their roles and 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 their and their place in the story. But also kind of calling into the sort of central question of uh, women run, as you say in the, in, in the notes, the, the, the most important uh, element of society, which is the family. They're the, they're the pivotal role in, in the most mm-hmm. basic level of civilization, which is, our, which is our families, and how it sort of becomes more and more evident over the course of the film in a way that um, I just really appreciated. I thought you did a great job with that. Thank you. Yeah, that was that was sort of what I discovered as I was going along and also wanted to make that point was like, you know, who are shaping these you know, as we call screwed up men or, you know, or what and are they what women are clinging to traditions and who want to break against it and how much um yeah. Yeah, they do run things. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's that was that was really one of the uh, you know kind of the I would say surprises, but it certainly it was certainly as as I'm watching the film, it became part more and part of. Well, I could see where you were going with it, and I, like I said, I just appreciated the fact that 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 came came with the story. Uh, of Thank the you. Yeah, and the film is called Toss It. Uh, the it is screening again next Sunday. That would be February twenty fifth. Twenty yes. And uh, it'll opportunity for you to see it. Is there a time? Did you give us a time? 10 p.m. 10 p.m. Cool. Kind of a nice date movie, I think. I hope so. I hope yeah. lots of people see it. <laughs> yeah, it is. And it's at the uh, Independent Hollywood. I'm sorry. The Hollywood Real Independent Film Festival. I just flip some words H-R-I-F-F. Around. If you Google it, you'll find it. Hollywood Film Hollywood Real. Ah, Hollywood. I'm sorry. It's not. Sorry. <laughs> Hollywood Real Independent. Independent. Film festival. Film festival. There we go. Thank you. I, I'm sorry. I apologize for that. No worries. Uh, so, all right. Well, I thank you. Thank you so much. You have. Uh, we were talking about short films uh, before. Uh, you know, we got started. Uh, we're coming up with the uh, Academy nominated short films. You have a. You have a background in short film. It's great to see you moving into the feature realm in a very strong way and um, hope you continue to uh, see your vision played out on screen. I, I, I look forward to more work from you, Michelle. I have, oh, thank you very much. I hope so, too. I'm trying to set up my second feature, and um, I have a, a series as well, so sort of seeing which timing, you know, which door opens first, but uh, I'm ready to go. So um, I hope this is a good door opener, and I hope it's just a, a great film that people, you know, will want to watch. Terrific. Well, thank you for being here. The film, again, is Toss It, and the director, writer, producer, and star of uh, Michelle Remsen. Michelle, thank you. Thank you so much, Mike. Have a great day. You too. Thank you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.
You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio. 